0: Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. Before we kick this episode off, just a quick reminder that you can go to Amazon, type in Granite Zero by Sean Thompson, click on paperback, and you will find my biography. Now it's everything from growing up, joining the military, and everything after that, including the podcast. It is my story, it's true, and quite hard hitting, even if I do say so myself. So if you want to support me, support the podcast, please check it out on Amazon. That is the Granite Zero book, just titled Granite Zero. Um, But yeah, like always on the Granite Zero podcast, we had a few technical difficulties through this episode. However, it's always great to have this guy on. Now, he's back in the UK from his debut in the UFC, and that is the great and powerful Mason Jones. So without further ado... Welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Mason the Dragon Jones. Check it out. think this is your fifth time now mate regular but resident now resident on the granite zero podcast mate it's it's awesome to have you back (laughs) on and i think we should probably start off with 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 the fight like (sighs) yeah you're probably sick of talking about it but i i i actually watched it at work like i was shouting at the fucking happy phone all sorts
1: yeah, a lot of my friends I, did. A lot of my friends, they took their
0: lunch yeah, yeah. break when he was coming on. They waited. Yeah, I had, uh, I had some people like a bit further down the corridor going, "What the fuck is he shouting at?" I was, a, I was a bit shocked by it, mate. If I'm honest, because so I thought I, I actually, this, <laughs> this might sound, this might sound biased as fuck, but I, I thought you did enough to win that fight, and it was either, it was either a close victory by yourself or a draw. I don't see why. Uh, uh, oh yeah, but. This is why i'm not a professional judge or a professional fighter i'm, I'm probably far too biased for this sort of stuff <laughs> so me personally when i was in there i i, I thought i lost
1: Um uh, watching it back i still think i lost um only because um so the way they, the scoring system is really weird so um uh the first round um i it's, it's yeah, so um, MMA Heffin is shaky at best. So they're supposed to go off the stats, but they don't really go off the stats. So like the first round, yeah. um, I think I lost mainly due to takedowns. Um, obviously, um, uh, the game plan was to come out of Nor, obviously, for a lot of people who, who don't realise, my game plan was to come out, hold the centre, not advance, draw him in. Um, pick him up on the way in and make him make mistakes and make him sort of chase me and catch him and stay on the outside. Um, I come out, he found his range quick, quick. Um, to be fair, um, I didn't feel that comfortable when we first started. I just felt them. Um, my legs felt a little bit heavy and I just felt them um, a little bit sort of slow on my feet. Um, so it ended up becoming sort of more of an exchange. Um, and then obviously I pushed forward with my hands low Um, I made multiple mistakes that my coaches have chewed me out for. I don't know how many times. But um, uh, main thing in the first round was where I was pushing forwards, I was lazy with my hips, didn't change my level at all. Um, I stayed quite lateral, didn't didn't hit many angles. Um, And it sort of, it gave him the angle to sort of take those takedowns. Um, The takedowns that I got got straight back up from, he didn't actually work much. Um, So apparently when I spoke to judges, those takedowns aren't supposed to be scored. Well, obviously, same as everyone watching at home, they still score. They do. You, you get those takedowns, they still score. Um, so coming into the second round, I knew it was behind. So um, I sat back in the corner. When we had a chat, they basically said, look, um, draw him into you. Don't chase him so much. Um, and my strength coach realized that I wasn't going to do that. I was like, look, um, you're behind a round. Um, don't win in straight lines. Just keep your front hand higher. Um, and find your way in don't just walk him down so I went out walked him down with my hands low um, got into a basically a brawl um, and won the second round in my opinion but wasn't, didn't win it clean enough so that I could honestly sit there and say oh, I, I put my house that I had won the second round yeah, yeah. so obviously if you can't say for sure which you never can that you're, you're around each then it's always better to be negative. So I literally turned around and said, Look, I'm two rounds down. I need to push the last round. So in the third round, I had it close, but I had it that I had won the first two minutes. Um, but most of the scoring, so they don't actually score it. Like um, I know a lot of people will do, like they'll score it as they go around long, long score significance, and then they'll sort of tally map up and decide. Most of the time, they just free, what, a guy bullet and they'll just decide who won each round. So um, like they'll say, Oh, I won that round, he won that round. So what they do say a lot of the time is um, if it's close in the first two minutes, then it all comes down to who won the last minute. So if you mute the sound on the fight, uh, because the the, the commentary sort of wasn't, wasn't complimentary to me, um, especially DC, yeah. um, wasn't that complimentary to me. But if, if, you, if you muted the sound, um, and watch it back and you just watch the last minute the last round um, he smashes me to be honest like um, not so much with big power shots but he out- volumes me um, he outworks um, and I just sort of didn't do enough like looking back he was he was dead on his feet like um, people are, like I always look tired when I I never really that tired I, I can always I could have done another two rounds easy but what I should have done is um, taking him down in the last minute uh, which I had the ability to do um, the shots I did earlier on um the takedowns uh i was shooting and coming straight up to high i was getting in nice i just wasn't doing anything with it so if i'd shot him stayed on his hips, slow taking him down and controlled the last minute i, I would want the fight it's as easy as that to be honest so um it just come down to it doesn't matter how you perform where where you feel 100 percent, where you feel 20 percent, where you feel i don't know five percent all that matters is going out there and winning um i went out there with a Stupid idea in my head, I'm going out there and sort of um, trying to finish him too much. I pushed the finish too much. And then um, after I lost that first round, I just had to make sure I scored more. So I knew I was behind. So I just thought, look, don't worry too much about hitting him with too many big power shots. Just worry about hitting him with volume. And again, that's a mistake. You should never try on the scorecards. So I made sure I hit him with more shots than I hit him. Like, I think my significance was was quite a lot higher than his. Yeah, but all yeah. they, they said they come down to like I spoke to one of the, co- the red judges after and they just said all it came down to really was his significant shots was slightly more significant than your significant shots so when they come down to it the stats don't actually matter all it comes down to really, really is who the judges think won the fight yeah, um, yeah so yeah. even though I won more control time um, more shots more significant shots um, and all the sort of the aggression it, it came down to was his significance more significant so again Another silly mistake. If I kept my front hand higher and hadn't let his significance land so cleanly, I would have won. If I taken him down the last minute, I would have won. And it's all these different things that sort of add up. And um, at the end of the day, if you put it in the judges' hands, it's, it's you it, you, you, yeah. you reap what you sow. And um, that was why there was no excuses on my part. I didn't come around and say, "Oh, look, I didn't feel good. I didn't perform the way I could have done. Um, I should have done this. I should have done that." I just let you put my hands up and say, "Look." He did better. He won. He said to win. I'll be back stronger next week yeah, because that's what matters. It doesn't, there's no yeah, excuses the in this game. And, like I know a lot of fighters.
0: Yeah, it's like the old saying. It was he was Go better on. on the day. In 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 those terms, yeah. he got he got he got the win, and I'm well, sure you're of course you're, you're similar to probably every elite fighter. You're not going to dwell on on the loss. You're going to use that as a as a learning curve, and then take. Oh yeah, hundred percent. As they say, you don't lose, you learn, and and take it on to the next one. And you proved your worth yeah, when you're I, in there. Obviously. At the end of the day, you're you're coming in from from uh, Cage Warriors into the UFC, and you proved that you're meant to be in there. That you're you were supposed to be in there. You should have been in there ages ago. You know what I mean? Should have stopped
1: them. Should
0: have not <laughs> him out. <laughs> He just stop <laughs> it,
1: Easier. Just give us a big power shot to knock the fuck out. But if I'm like it was a little things, so like you know, I said little mistakes. Like if I'd set my kicks up on my hands a bit better, Um yeah. Because yeah. so my spins were clean. I just didn't set them up. If I'd set it up, it would have landed and different things. And like I did, like like I said, I'm not making any, any excuses. I just didn't feel hundred percent in 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 there. Like obviously it's something that I wouldn't really say after because, like I said, I don't believe in giving excuses. Like it doesn't matter yeah. whether. Well, put it this way, um, John Jones has had 15 title fights or defences, and he's no lost a single one of them. Obviously, Habib's had 30-something-odd fights, or however much fights he's had, and he's never lost a single one of them. 29, <laughs> I think he's had. So yeah, these guys are going to turn around and say, look, I didn't feel 100%. Because um, a lot of the time, they probably haven't felt 100%. They probably got into these fights and not felt awesome. Yeah, yeah. They still won. That's, again, all that matters.
0: And you get that a lot, and it it's like uh, I think uh, Brendan Sharb has said, fucking however many times on the fighter in the kid and and below the belt and what have you. No fighter really goes in a hundred percent, do you? Because you, you're training that much, you're sparring, you're doing that, no. you're picking. You're always going to have something. It's like it's like you said, you got to you, you accept the loss and then you move on. You lick your wounds and move on, but. What I really wanted to, like, get your take on it is obviously you've come from, what were you? You were 10-0 when you went in. So you were fucking up there, fucking flying high, double champion in Cage Warriors, going in there, and then, unfortunately, don't get the win. So you've gone from up there, and then you're down there. How, how have you helped with that, like, in your head?
1: So I, I do wish we'd done an interview before I'd gone in, in, in there. So I did an interview before the fight. And someone asked me how you handle pressure of being 10-0 as undefeated fighter. And I said, look, I'm not 10-0. I said, I'm 0-0. Zero and zero. I said, this is a new start. I said, UFC is a new start. I said, this, um, yeah, yeah. all that matters is how many fights you do in the USC. It doesn't matter what you do before it. Like you could come out, you could be going in there with a bloody, I could be going in there with a 35-0 record. I could be going in there with the way some people do with like a 6-2 record. Um, all that matters is, your, your record in the UFC, and that, unfortunately, now it means you're going to the UFC with a zero and one record, so that means obviously I'm hungry. Um, and I, I, it just means I got to work a lot harder. So, um, yeah, obviously, um, I'm a bit flat today. Um, I've been ill the past few days, so um, I went and got COVID test today to make sure I'm ultra safe. So, I'll find that out in the next 12 hours, uh, or 24 hours. Obviously, I'm in until I find the results, and then we'll see whether I need to isolate or whether I need to stay in. So, everyone's staying in, but I'm slightly, I'm slightly, um, Slightly flat today. I've had a headache for like three days and I haven't felt the best. So that's uh, why I look like shit. But, um, yeah. Uh,
0: I know that feeling, mate. I know that feeling all too well. And it's no, nothing worse than... Not dreadful, man. Having, having that flat feeling and not feeling well as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking horrible. Yeah, I, I had course. the same similar thing with, with the headache and, and whatnot. I, I ended up getting COVID tested and then scared the shit out of the missus. So she took the kids and her to go get COVID tested just in case. I was like, look, I've got a fucking headache. Uh, she was like, yeah, but it's a symptom. I was like, oh, fucking hell. Better be <laughs> safe. Always better be It safe. is, mate. Especially especially at the minute. Better be safe, mate. And Of course.
1: Well, like you said, so... I got tested this morning, 10 o'clock, and it was my LEMS COVID test. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I had um, nine with the UFC, or 10 with the UFC, before that fight, and during that fight, they tested me literally every 10 minutes. No, it is is eleven, Just right? Fucking... So I had two...
0: Yeah, 11. So, so you're just used to it now. You're there just plodding away and someone just shows a fucking thingy up your nose, a little play about. Pull oh, it mate, out. When other people do it, it's not <laughs> a problem. It's when you do it yourself. It's so much worse than you do it yourself. I had to do mine myself. I had to do mine myself. And I was getting—I <sighs> was trying to put it up it's your nose. And I, was like, I was like, I don't understand what the fuck this is. I don't know if I've gone far enough up, but this is disgusting. Um, and then obviously the one down the back of the throat, Funnily enough, Mason, you might you might enjoy this. I actually have no gag reflex, so <laughs> having something down the back of my throat is perfectly fine. <laughs> oh,
1: so hey, my boyfriend says it I did my back my throat. <laughs> I was pecking, my eyes are watering. Was... <laughs> the boys just sat there watching me in the in the car window. Try not to laugh.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I've got, I've got a funny story about um, how I discovered I had no gag reflex. So, when I went through um, my. Was this in the army? Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny, funny enough, when I was going through my battlefield medics course, we had to uh, learn about the different airways to put in if someone's like can't breathe, obviously. And it's called a giggle airway. And uh, basically, you measure it from your ear to your mouth, and that's how, how big it is. It's a long tube, about that long. And what you do, you're supposed to do it when you're unconscious, obviously. So, because there'll be no gag reflex then. So you put it in and you twist it around. So I had this fucking long one for however, whatever reason. I could put it in, spin it around. Of course and you everyone, did. Was fucking, everyone was fucking pissing their pants. Like, Tomo, you've got no gag reflex. Your boyfriend's going to love that. He? It's like, oh, fuck off with you. And so you probably <laughs> did it a few times, didn't you? I did, mate. Just get the practice in. Why not? You know, Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Tell you what I've been enjoying, man. You think enjoying You're enjoying good? Your... Yeah, yeah, man. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I was just saying then. Uh, what I've been, I've, I put it on, I was catching up yesterday while I was cooking the dinner. I, I'm enjoying your little YouTube, the day in the life of, of you and all that. You're taking your dog out for a walk. You could call it a dog, you know, I suppose. Your, your little. Uh, Whoa, now. Oh, yeah, no. She's, She's a monster She's a monster. Now <laughs> uh, nah, it's good, mate. I, I actually love those sort of things, like the day in the life of. It's like it's fucking. Obviously, I know because I, I speak to you quite regularly. But it's like it's a fucking normal bloke, isn't he? Just trains a lot, cuts about taking his dog for a oh, walk. Trains a lot, love love training. But um, yeah, so, yeah I hope
1: well. Wow. The way it's going at the moment, I'm hoping to be out in the states from mid-March. So as soon oh, as yeah, I'm out there, obviously it'll be a bit better.
0: Yeah, a bit a bit, a bit
1: warmer as well. A bit, a bit better. Oh but mate, I hate the cold. Abu Dhabi was lovely, lovely. Twenty-five oh, degrees. I bet it was...
0: oh, shit. And then you come home to this shit. I didn't come back with a tan. <laughs> man. Didn't come back with a tan. Well, you would have have. A slight would you tan. <laughs> Like me, mate, I don't, I don't fucking tan either. Um, I, I, I do eventually, it just takes a long
1: time, but um, this time, to be honest, um, like, I couldn't go in the sun before the fight because obviously when I was cutting weight and stuff, uh, I dehydrate quite easy. So obviously I wouldn't have been able to rehydrate properly. I want to make sure I got everything done. So I stayed yeah, yeah. out of the sun before the fight. and Then we had like three days after the fight to smash the sun in before we went home. So um, as much as
0: possible. Yeah. It was all it's it all free out there for you as well. You're just cutting about just eating whatever you want after. Fucking living the life. How heavy <laughs> do you think I went in kilos? How heavy did so, you get?
1: Yeah, so I weighed in on the night before the fight, the morning before the fight at 70 kilos. 70 point five keys. How heavy do you think I was? Um, two days after the fight.
0: Oh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna I'm gonna say you put on quite a bit, but I'm not 100 percent sure how much you would have put on. But I'm gonna probably say you put on a good fucking eight kilos or something like that, something crazy. Or do you gonna tell me you're gonna put on more? More. Two. <laughs> when I <laughs> fought. When I fought. I was 80 kilos when the time I
1: fought. i o- I always got to about 80, 80k by the time I fight, and then two days after the fight or three days after the fight, I was um, I went up to 84 and a k. So you put on 14 kilos. <laughs> well, more like 15, 14, <laughs> 15 with like just a lot of water, a lot of water.
0: No bread. By the time though.
1: I got home, by the time we got back, my coach was like, like if you're gonna have a few days off, like you need to be careful what you eat. Because like you, you just you're just swelling. You're like, like my face just yeah. was massive. That's why Maddo's calls me fat, Ricky
0: Hatton. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Fatton. Funny <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, right? I had four. Go on. I actually said that to uh, one of my one of my pals. Uh, going back to the fight now, he said, "Oh, but mate I had loads of cuts and that." And I went, "Well, yeah, he's got Ricky Hatton skin, isn't he? He's gonna he's gonna blemish and get and look like he's been hit because the scar tissue and shit like that." I didn't have one
1: cut. Didn't have one cut. Um, it was just... I had a black eye. Uh, I'll send you a photo of what I looked at. Um, two days. My eye actually fell closed my left one. But uh, I had a black eye with this one and then um, his thumb went in my eye a little bit here. Um, the cut I had here, I literally... One of my training partners gave me my last training session before I left out. Um, Motherfucker. <laughs> literally <laughs> doing a drill at the end threw his head back and split my eye open which was fantastic. And then... Um, That's what you want. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, I can tell you a good story about that actually. So um so UFC do medical tests um pre-fight. Yeah. You'll you'll like us. Um you'll have to you'll have to stick with me as well, because I'll make you guess certain things. So um the eye <laughs> test for cage warriors, you just go to a, a normal um, eye, whatever they're called, like um I normally go to Philips Opticians and they do an extensive eye test, normally cost me about 45 pound. So the tests f- for UFC um, might... Well, it's only recently as well. So it's my guess, since the old Mike Bispin, I can fight with one eye thing, um, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. tightened up on the eye exams. You have to go to... an I can't say the proper words. I'm not going to try and say it. It's basically an eye surgeon. <laughs> you have to yeah, go to yeah. like an eye specialist to get the eye test done. Right. So a little bit of a mix-up. Uh, I'm not going to go into it too much because I don't want to get told off. But um, it ended up I had... To get all my medicals done the first week of New Year's, of the New Year. Um, So the first was a Friday, the second was a Saturday, the third was a Sunday, the fourth was a Monday, which was mostly Bangalore, I think. So then, yeah, so... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah, the fourth. So I couldn't really get anything done until Tuesday, the fifth. That was the first day a lot of the eye places were taken over, medical. Um, so I put my eye test in for the Tuesday, and then I booked my bloods, um, my bloods, my physical, and everything on the Thursday, all booked in. So um, all sorted. We checked with UFC medical. They said, yeah, that's perfect. That'll work well. UFC Travel got in touch and said, look, um, you have to be in London on the 6th. So I said, oh, that's not possible. I've got my medals booked in for the 7th. They said, look, you'll have to sort that out. Otherwise, you'll have to sort of basically sort your own flights out. to, to Abby. if I want to go on the charter flight, I have to get
0: everything done. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Before the 6th. So that meant I obviously had to get everything done on the Tuesday. There was nowhere else waiting for it. So... Um, I rang loads of places to try and get my, my doctor's physical Or They literally said they could change it from the 7th to the 5th, right? So, all sorted. So, um, I changed that to the 5th, from the 7th. And then the eye test I had on the 5th, sem- I rang up to see if I could get either earlier or later. So, they couldn't do that. So, in the end, I had to ring loads of other places trying to find a place who, with this eye specialist who could do this eye test. Couldn't find it anywhere. And... Um, so my management team found um, a place in London. They were one of the only places to go back. Um, so <laughs> that was all booked in. So what I was going to do, was get, get my physicals done in Cardiff, drive from Cardiff to London, get my eye test done in London, and then um, drive back to go back to London the next day. So um, all good. So um, I drove to London. Uh, after the doctor's physical went fine obviously i think i filmed some of this I don't think I, I, no i don't think i did but i all went fine and then um i drove to london see this ice specialist, parked the car up everything there saw it uh, made good time um went in and this is where the fun starts now so um <laughs> uh, so guess how much it was the start so just guess, guess how much a consultation was with this eye doctor
0: oh just good for an eye doctor in London that's going to be fucking ridiculous. So, a
1: normal optician's test is 45 pounds. How, how much do you think it was for an eye doctor in London?
0: I'm gonna I'm going to go with probably about 250 quid,
1: 230. So, it's good. 235 pounds, what it was, right? So, 235 pounds, perfect for consultation. So, we sat down, he went through his form, started taking everything off, looked in my eyes, um, <laughs> and then he went, um, it, it, it was it was a joke from the start of she said i oh, said i i do know who you are he said i i i looked you up he said um when your manager spoke to me he said um he said oh, i said um he said you've got a big fight coming up soon i'm there i said yeah i said um obviously i need to be back in london tomorrow i said we're leaving tomorrow um we're leaving th- uh, thursday we're going to, go to isolation before we fly duh, 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 duh. right perfect no worries uh went through it he said oh, i saw um obviously ufc and B, big money i said oh well not really, I said. Um, when you start off, it's, it's it's not that much. He said. Obviously, you to work your way up, and you could see him like obviously not not believing me at all. So I thought, ah, oh, he's gonna try and filter me a bit there you now. So um, he said, ah, he said, um, he said, you you've got this little bit of a cut on on. I said, I said, it's not really a cut. I said, it's more of an abrasion where it's being pulled. I said, um, I said, I went to see um. A doctor friend of mine. They checked it over and they said it doesn't need anything. I said it'll heal on its own. I'll be fine. Thing. He said, "I." He said, "But I said," and they said the name of the clinic. Well, I'm obviously not going to say. Like to go in, like to pride ourselves on going into detail. I went all right. He said, "So what i going to need? I'm going to need you to see a colleague of mine." I was like, "Right." Um, he's. Um, I'm. I'm a specialist when it comes to like the circle eye. Where it's called. Um, he's a. Um, he's an actual specialist for eyelids. Right. So lucky enough, he's upstairs. Um, I'll take you up straight after this and he should be able to fit you in. Right. Perfect. So um, he said, I've noticed something on the back of your one eye. He said, it's nothing big. I said, um, he said, have you ever heard anything about the I said, yeah. I said, it's come up. They've told me it's basically like what's equivalent to like a birthmark. He said, yeah, it is. But there's a little bit of wrinkles next to it. He said, I'm not quite happy with it. He says, what I'm going to do? He said, I've got another specialist who specialists in the back of the eye. <laughs> He said, yeah, so he, he'll he come in and give me a second opinion on that. I said, well, look, I don't need a second opinion. I said, I'm more than happy if you just to fill the form in. I said, sign it off. I said, go. I said, obviously, it doesn't mean, i I seen so-and-so like the going into detail. I was like, right, okay, no worries. It's just, I said, whatever happens, I just need to get this form signed. Perfect. So um, by the time I walked out of the room, my phone had gone off. I answered. It was um, the, the specialist that you see in the back of my eye. They wanted 400 pounds just to come in to look at me. Right. So I said, Well, I said, Have I got any other choice? She went, No. Perfect. So um I, I paid 400 pounds on the phone for the specialist to come and look back in my eye. Went upstairs to see this other guy, waited outside, um, walked in. Um, I was waiting for another there was some woman in there crying because she was getting filched. So they they brought me in. Um, he literally got rubbing alcohol, rubbed it in into the cut, um, tweezers pulled the, the scab off, reopened the cut looked under a telescope and said, oh, it is basically an abrasion. He said, because I've reopened it now, I'm gonna." Um, he said, I'm going to put some cosmetic stitches in there. I said, look, I said, I don't want any stitches. It's not deep enough. I said, it's not deep enough, really. He said, oh, know it's not, but the cosmetic stitches will make full, like, look, obviously, it'll be tidy. I said, look, I said, can you, I said, that's not really, like, I don't need it. I said, <laughs> I'm not going to pay you for cosmetic stitches in. He said, all right, fine. He said, I'll just put some paper stitches on on, on there. put Paper stitches on and charge me about 250 pounds. So bearing in mind I already spent almost a grand um, yeah. and I basically got no way. So he signed me off for that, took the form, I uh, said, Yeah, that's all fine. He said, I'll I'll be able you'll be able to take the sign the form now, get a form signed from that part, that cut's all fine. So bear in mind, it was all fine to start, he just wanted to mess with it and then put paper station on it yeah, for no yeah. reason at all. Went back downstairs now, Seeing this um this other ice to look back of my eye. Went in, he did all, all this tests on it. He said, Look, he said, um, he said. What's happened is, he said, sometime in your life, he said, you've had a bit of a big blow to the eye. He said, um, it's, it was, be- obviously, it's been a few years ago, not just since you've started your career, because it's almost completely healed. He said, there's no damage there. He said, you, where you've got a sort of like a birthmark, he said, it's a bit of a wrinkle on the side, right? I said, well, what does that mean? He said, well, he said, it could be nothing. He said, and but it could also be the signs. Um, he mentioned some name. He said, so what could happen is, he said, where you take a big impact, it it could increase your chances that you get in a detached retina. He said, right, perfect. By how much? He said, oh, minuscule amounts, minuscule. I said, how much minuscule? He said, oh, well, for a normal person we wouldn't do anything with it. For anyone else in a combat sport, we really, wouldn't really do anything with it. But he said, because the form says any any uh, like sort of, I forgot the word, any tears untreated. Yeah. He said, I can't sign the form unless you get treated. So I was like, right. He said, so I'm going to have to do laser on your one eye. I said, all right. So um, he said, for me to do the, the laser, he said, it's going to cost me a thousand. It's going to cost a thousand pounds. He said, and then for me to actually do the test, it's going to cost an extra 200 pounds. Right. I said, is there any way I can get this form signed today? He said, no, no, with us unless you pay for it. So I paid 200 pounds while this now. So what are we up to now? 2,200 pounds yes. so far. Yeah for an eye test right so he did this treatment now lazed my eye basically had me buddy jumping in the chair horrendous and then um i went back out um as i was i went to the front desk to pay 2,200 pound before then too bad he said i've just been paid sponsorship two and a half thousand pound i had to make some purchases different stuff before so um i could just about make do's i borrowed some money off my old man i was like look it's fine it's no problem by the time i get paid now it's just it's just like literally it's a bit like a one of my sponsor payments that's what sort I of say for yeah, obviously yeah. I would have preferred to be able to use it for living expenses, but it is what it is. Obviously cut our full time a guy it doesn't matter as long as you get a fight. Went back to the front desk. Right, so you've got one payment left of two hundred and something odd pound. I was like, no, I don't. And he was like, yeah, you do. You got one pay- so what it is, he said is um it's 50 pound for us it was like coming up for us to obviously for you to do all your treatments today, you've got to pay for the clinic fees for us to sort of do all your paperwork this, right, perfect. And there's a £200 fee for the first doctor, even the one I paid the consultation fee with, for him, to message the message to two other doctors for their report, and for him to sign the form, he was going to charge me an extra £200 plus. Oh, I was, like, was like, surely, I said my consultation payment counts for that she said no consultation is just for him to consult you for him to actually sign the form he's going to charge you an extra 200 pound basically so i ended up going out there paying two and a half thousand pound and then paying five hundred pound for um, my which was normal cost my bloods my doctor's examination um my i had a full um uh, what's it called chest like an EC, EC, yeah, EC, yeah, yeah. ecgg and something else. So that got a normal price. They, they gave me a good price for that, actually, in, in Cardiff. London, two and a half grand for an ITS, plus the fuel I paid on the way up, plus, um, plus the fuel, plus the... something else. Plus the food, the food and stuff, I obviously had to pay up there, um, so I ended up paying over £3,200, £3, £3, I think. Well,
0: yeah, as you do. Fucking hell! Fucking London. Yeah. Look, take the piss, these cockneys. What was worse?
1: What was worse? When I spoke to um my manager, the guy who normally does all his fighters in Cardiff, yeah. um, because it was a bank holiday, he hadn't got in touch. Like not so much he hadn't got in touch, but he was obviously celebrating the the New Year's, and obviously didn't really want to oh, answer his yeah. phone. Um, being an eye specialist, doctor, do you know what I mean? Like, why would they? So, um he had gone back in touch just before I went up and said, like, of yeah, I'll, I'll, help, I'll help you out. I'll be able, able to see your fight there. He doesn't, he passes, he has all his fighters passed through him. So obviously, he he's not the type of person to rip me off because he understands if, if he rips me off, then obviously my manager will find someone else to do it. So yeah, he has loads of it, fights yeah. passed through him for obviously, what's still going to be about £400 a pound time. So it's still a good decent money for him. So, um, um, he was the, he, he probably would have seen me and I'm being dodging about the extra payments on one of the things. even if they needed a lazy still would have cost me at maximum £1,000. So, he had yeah. messaged um, the day before I went up, my manager saying that um, obviously he can fit me in. Well, my manager had thought that I had paid. A booking fee to book into that place and pay the consultation fee up front <laughs> where I didn't pay anything. So, if I just canceled my appointment and gone to see him, I probably would have saved about
0: 1500 quid. But it is what it is <laughs> yeah. I, I got a fight,
1: my you I a fight. current. So, who
0: wouldn't mind? And you got a bonus and you got a bonus out of the fight. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, big well. I mean, I haven't had that yet, I've not
0: mm-hmm. at my bonus money yet. Oh, they need to hurry up, mate. <sighs> that's that's taking, taking
1: time.
0: Taking the piss, aren't they? Can't find you in the valleys, mate. Um,
1: honestly, in there, dog Worker. they can't they can't find me.
0: Can't find you hiding, <sighs> mate, in those valleys, in the, in the snowy valleys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, mate. So now you're like you know, in an off season. As it were, you have got you ain't got a fight lined up. I wouldn't ask you anyway because obviously you probably won't be able to divulge if you did have one. Um, I've, I'm, I'm looking at
1: I'm looking at around summer, early summer.
0: Oh, okay, happy days, happy days. Um, but obviously, you you like to be active and do your fucking parachuting and all that sort of shit to keep your adrenaline Band. going. What? So yeah, exactly. So you're banned because of obviously this fucking current climate. The wind. You must be bouncing off the walls, mate. Obviously, you're allowed to train because you're an elite fighter and an elite athlete, should I say. So training, you're allowed to do. How else are you filling your time now with the fact that you're not allowed to do anything apart from train? To
1: be fair, I've got a decent serve at the moment. So um, most of the time, um, I go to my striking session in the mornings. Um, We do an hour and a half of striking. Then um, I'll go from the Ivor to um, a a friend of mine owns a gym in Pontypool, uh, yeah. who's obviously not allowed to open. So I pay him basically peanuts. Um, I think I'm paying my let the the electric f- bill for the month every time I go in. I pay him um, like ten pound a session. The the rent the gym. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. He basically
1: yeah, yeah. didn't want to take money off me, but I said I have to give him something. So um, I pay ten pounds me. I took my coaches to go in and sort of lift um, three times a week. And then um, the other days I'm, I do my cardio. And then um, I go home, eat, have a sleep, walk the dog. And then um, most of the time then I'll go back in the night um, and do a session in the night. So there's there's a couple of us who are elite. There's me, there's a couple of boys who are on the sort of cage warriors roster, and a couple of ones who can train at the yeah. moment. Um, so the gym's been running sort of uh, regular. They run six days a week um so obviously at the minute now um we come back and uh, and we had to isolate for 10 days even though we'd come from a ufc bubble where they test us nine times and (laughs) they COVID tested me so many times i was fed up with people putting stuff i felt like black sheep mate honestly people were putting that many things up my nose i felt i i understood how my my brother must feel on most weekends (laughs) yeah
0: violating you mate
1: but honestly they uh (laughs) But um we come back and then obviously we've made that we've made it for ten days. So obviously we did that. I would I would never break the rules and go back to training without isolating for ten days, obviously. Yeah. Um obviously. so I had a lovely week off and then um an extra three days. I was gonna have a week off and, and anyway. So I did stay clear of the gym, for a week. I didn't really
0: isolate well, Let's face it, you, you fight as a like, as as a as a as, as a whole someone's topic. trying to slap uh, on me or not. But
1: like we we right we we'd say
0: for tweets Oh. I believe he might have connection issues standard.
2: <laughs> oh. We're coming back, mate. Coming back slowly. What is going on with this fucking thing?
1: It's where worse, mate. I
2: think we got you, mate. Sure. We're on way back in. Oh, it's my connection. There we go. There we go. You back? I'm back. It's always going to be my way, but... So, I can hear you I can hear you now I don't know if you can hear me yet <laughs> standard mate this is how we roll on the granite Zero podcast I'd have no idea if I'm recording or he's recording but you know hey what we'll do <laughs> while well, we've got a uh, connection issues
0: Just want to interrupt this technical difficulty to talk about infusion CBD. Now infusion CBD is award-winning, top quality, amazing CBD. CBD is scientifically proven to help with all sorts: aches and pains in your muscles and joints to mental health issues from depression, anxiety, PTSD, sleep disorders, eating disorders, the list goes on and on. Now I use infusion CBD. I use it before I go to bed. And I also use the muscle rub on my knees, ankles, lower back, you know, where the main issues are in old age, overuse. So make sure you check it out. Put in the promo code GRANITE15 to get yourself 15% off. You are welcome. Now, without further ado, back to the Granite Zero podcast with Mason James. Kind of goodbye, <laughs> Good Wi-Fi in the valleys, mate. Good Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, it's frozen again, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> no, I can see you. Oh, happy days. Happy days. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't even remember where we got to, mate. It just Everyone's
1: went... stuck at home, isn't it? So everyone's on their Wi-Fi. It's the worst.
0: Yeah, that's what it is, mate. And my two are probably playing with fucking Roblox and on YouTube and all sorts. But, you know you know still there He's You still um, there? so before we we broke he was asking me what was doing to I'm still there oh that was it yeah that was it and uh, I think I think we pretty yeah. much got am I still you know, yours. yeah yeah I think I think we've still got um, most of what you were saying that you still managed to get in and train and, and, and what have you and then uh, and then and then the internet died <laughs> First world problems, mate. Yeah. Internet can...
1: It's
0: gone all fucking gay on me again. Is. Man, be... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's I'll tell you what, tell you what we'll do. Uh, see if this helps. We'll see if that helps.
1: It really is this is probably me the worse.
0: Oh no you're you're alright mate. You're alright. You... <laughs> Why have you got a tape measure? <laughs> Something to fiddle with.
2: All that air. that's having my eyes out this is mate. <laughs> Are you back, Sean? <laughs> Hi Sean <laughs> Hi mate. He booted me out then. He was like nah, you fuck off. And then he comes back. It's like this fucking thing. Um I think
1: Sean
2: Thomas is left it's like Sean Thompson is left He's just gone mate he's, he's he's had enough of his own podcast He's gone, nah, fuck this, I'm out <laughs> But mate, what I'm going to do is mate, I'm not going to take up any more of your time <sighs> You're feeling rough You're a bit flat, you've got a headache You've got all the Covid tests up your nose um, So I'm going to let you uh, crack on With the rest of your Sunday mate Take your dog out for a walk. Spend some Valentine quality Valentine's time hey, with, a, with I'm
1: lad. just going back. To the- I go back to bed. Yeah, go back to bed.
2: Yeah, back to bed. Have a little fucking nap, mate. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go and entertain those two creatures that I've got in my house. Um, probably watch a movie also. something Sunday, family day. So yeah, when um,
1: hundred percent. When COVID is over, whenever COVID is finally over, um, we'll pop up deal We'll do a proper podcast in person, and obviously talk yeah. for
2: days Definitely. on end. We'll have a proper. We'll do a long one. Right. We'll for I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure the the, the schedule is, is fit for a champ. <laughs> Definitely, mate. And I know. I know. Uh, little Brown. Uh, I'll speak to you soon, there, mate. Yeah, I know Darren's getting his uh, studio set up today as well, so we'll have to do one in Hereford as well and have a beepy boys out of it.
1: 100%. 100%. Anytime, few boys, you know Right, I'll speak to yeah, you soon. So you've got my number. Anytime you need me, mate, just drop me a message because I'm terrible on Instagram now. All my notifications are off. <laughs> too,
2: too famous now, mate. That's what it is. Cheers again, mate.
1: Speak, oh mate, nearly 20,000 Instagram. Am I nearly 20,000? I'm on nearly 19, so it's getting closer to the 20, big 20.
2: Big 20, mate. <laughs> right. Madness. Right. Speak to you